Because if we look at history, right, like you said, preparing for it, because everything came as a surprise, whether it was the Great Depression, the Great Recession, right, which was 2008 COVID. And so making sure that you have that plan in place, because when bad things happen in life, as they sometimes do, what are you going to do? You know, what, what do you have in place? a regular gym routine. When was the last time you checked on your financial fitness? If you're feeling like you're falling behind, Ed Sedell is here to help with The Retirement Trainer, a podcast about helping you get into better financial shape. Every week, Ed talks about things you need to know to become more financially fit for your future. Learn about things like how much money will you need, financial mistakes other people often make, and how you can avoid them. Plus, details on the Retirement Fitness Plan, a plan Ed personally created to help you get to and through retirement by focusing on five key areas of your financial life. Learn more about the Retirement Fitness Plan when you visit egsifinancial.com and click on Processes. Then subscribe, follow, and listen to The Retirement Trainer on Apple Podcasts, your iHeart app, or whichever podcast platform you prefer. It's that busy time of year for everyone, but it's important for this time of year for you to focus on your finances. There is a lot of year-end financial deadlines, plus now's the time to review where 2021 left you and create a plan for 2022 and beyond. Between the shopping and the parties, remember, it's time to create that financial checklist. I like to put that dun, dun, dun. (laughs) (laughs) This could be as straightforward as making that last contribution to your retirement account or your charitable contribution for the year, or even bigger picture items like preparing for inflation or a plan to protect your wealth. Whatever it is, we're here to help you check that off. If you haven't already, uh, just give us a call. We can help you schedule that complimentary retirement strategy session. I'm Leanne Sedell, and here to help us with all our questions and help us to stay in the best financial shape possible, the retirement trainer, Ed Sedell. Hi, Ed. Hey, good morning, Leanne. So Turkey Day has come and gone. Right, and, and now it's time for uh, for Santa and Christmas. The reason for the season, right? Well, Santa, Christmas, Santa, you Jesus know, Christ, Je- at, at yep. ho ho ho. And you know, if you have questions about retirement, uh, you know, you're in the right place because we're going to cover a lot of stuff, right? Well, some some year end deadlines, um, where the the market, you know, could be heading in 2022. No one's got a crystal ball. You know, the inflation outlook for 2022, what the pundits are saying, and and kind of you know what we can do about it. And we're here to bring a smile to that because that isn't, <laughs> when I think about podcasts I want to listen to. I'm it's not, like, oh my gosh. Yeah, no. Yeah, uh, you know, and and, it, and it's really, it, it's it's not, you know, uh, gloom and doom. I mean, it's, there's realities, but, you know, we, we there's there's a lot of things that, that we can do to, you know, protect ourselves. Uh, well, so and- so let's kind of talk about some of the, the the deadlines that we have coming up. Well, and also to be right on the money as far as, you know, when people are in this crazy time at the end of the year, it is very difficult for you. And and it is not one of those things that you're putting on your list to, oh my gosh, did I make my my Roth contribution or what, what, what what, what are my taxes? And checking it twice. Yeah. What are my taxes going to be in April? That is not the thing that's on prime on my mind, but here we are to attack that for you. Go ahead. Well, you know, so the last day of the year, 
December 31st, there's a lot of things that are happening, you know, that, that last day on or before. And, you know, uh, one of the easiest things to, to remember is that's the last day that you can make contributions to, to your 401k plan. You know, either the the traditional pre-tax side or the raw side. And if you're under the age of 50, you can put up to 19.5 away. And if you're 50 and older, there's that catch-up provision for this year, and it's it's the same next year. Um, it's uh, $6,500. So you can actually put away 26000 into your Roth or traditional 401k. Okay, I'm making sure I'm, it's the 401k, not the IRA, the 401k for 2021, or up to $7,000 um, to your to your IRA. And if you're 72 and older, this is also really important. You know, it's that is the last day to make sure you get your RMD, required minimum distribution, out of your account, out of all of your retirement accounts. Yep, okay? your pre-tax accounts. Yeah, uh, pre-tax. Yep, right, not Roth because there's no RMDs for Roth, um, and that's a big deal because the largest penalty in the tax code it's against seniors, <laughs> right? And if you don't take it out, I mean, you're going to get whacked. All right, it's like fifty percent. It's right? a fifty percent penalty. So. Um, you know, it's it's really important to, to make sure you understand those rules, um, and especially if you have an inherited IRA. So the rules changed, you know, January 1st, 2020, because of the SECURE Act, um, and depending on, on trust and, and everything else, you want to make sure that you're adhering to the new rules, right, and you're taking out those inherited required minimum distributions as well, especially if those started after January 1st of, of 2020. Yeah, people were in a different shape uh, this last year. They didn't have to take that RMD because of COVID. Uh, that's right. So, there was a moratorium. Yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. So, and it's based on, the, the RMDs are based on December 31st of 2020. 2020. Okay. So, so that's, that's, a, that's a big deal. Now, I know in, in the back of people, most of the time, your financial advisor is going to help you calculate that. But, and, the, and because the calculation is different now based off the SECURE Act, correct? For, for the inherited IRAs. That's correct. Okay. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And that kind of, you know, as we're talking about the, you know, the deadlines, you know, there's some some tax planning, you know, that, that kind of go hand in hand with that. You know, everyone does tax preparation. We say this all the time, right? As, as a matter of law, we have to. But very few people actually do tax planning. Well, do tax planning in the year that they want. Usually they're thinking about those things. When they're filing taxes. (laughs) It's like, whoops, uh, yeah, it might be a little bit too late, you know, because we we work with a lot of uh, uh, business owners, 1099, you know, um, self-employed people. So December 31st is, is a big deadline for contributions, you know, especially if you're doing, you know, 401ks, you know, converting, doing Roth conversions. You know, does that make sense? And everyone kind of gets stuck. Oh, you got to do it. You got to do it. You got to do the Roth conversion. You know, and, and as we're meeting with families and we have, a, you know, since October, you know, it, it doesn't always make sense for people. Exactly. Right. So it, it's all about the math. I say it all the time. It's all about the math. You got to make sure that you you do it. But December 31st is the, the cutoff date. Now, you can also, for, for deductions, uh, b- because the itemized deductions were increased, Okay, to I think married couple twenty four thousand and change just shy of twenty five thousand. Most people can't itemize, but if you make a charitable donation, okay, contribution as a single an individual, you can claim an extra three hundred dollars, or a married couple uh, an additional six hundred dollars on top of that. So a lot of people don't know that either. Yeah, that we actually. I don't know where I was getting this, but in the back of my mind, I felt as though that some of these standard deductions were actually preventing people from looking at charitable donations 
because of the fact that it was now just blanket. Didn't matter whether you gave charitable donations or not, but this this obviously gives a little bit. A little bit of a bump, yep. right, that people may, be, may or may not have known about. Yeah. Okay. When we're looking at medical expenses, you know, there's there's a potential, I say potential, deductible, you know, up to 7.5% of your, your AGI, adjusted gross income that you can deduct possibly. You know, if you have a flexible spending account, you need to spend it. You know, by the end of the year, it's kind of use it or lose it, or depending on your plan your, your, and, and how that's warranted, some employers will let you spend that up until uh, March 15th, okay, depending on your account. And a lot of FSAs, you know, they can go towards your co-pays, dental care, vision care um, now, all right, vitamins, glasses, and a lot of other over-the-counter over the drugs mm -hmm. because of, of the CARES Act. So th there are some things that were changed in there. So, you know, make sure that you're getting those those deductions. And there's one last thing that I want to talk about, you know, when it comes to that year-end date, um, it's the backdoor Roth. You know, there are rumors on the Hill that this could be the last year. So what is a backdoor Roth? It's allowed by the IRS. It's legal. And we know that it is because they're actually talking about changing the law. Okay. So when someone says, oh, Ed, it's not legal. Well, it it is. There's a private letter ruling from the IRS that says that it's allowed. So here's what it is. Basically, if you participate in a 401k, you make too much money, you and your spouse, um, you may not qualify for an IRA or a Roth. So you're allowed to participate in what's called a non-deductible IRA. So you could put it into an IRA. You just can't claim the deduction. It grows tax deferred if you were to leave it in there. And then when you pull it out, the original contribution is not taxable, but all the earnings are at ordinary income levels. Here's the backdoor Roth part. So if you take that and add one more level, all right, and you convert that in the same calendar year, it's got to be in the same calendar year, okay, then you don't owe any taxes. You roll that over into a Roth the very next day, okay, and now you have a Roth IRA. So whether you're under the age of 50 and you're doing, you know, 6000 or you're, you're, you know, you're 50 and older, you could do 7000 for this year. It gives you the ability to, to make that change, but you've got to do it in the same year. And remember, you know, December 31st, that's, that's the, uh, um, Fisher cut bait date. The deadline for all. Yes. Yes. So again, we're, we're looking at that December 31st on, on all these contribution checklists and inevitably it, it foils back all around to how we're going to save money as far as our taxes are concerned. Yeah. So. And, and that's why having a plan is so important, right? You know, we, we, we talk about it, you know, that's the, for us, it's the third step, you know, tax planning. Uh, it's not me. It's not what you make or even what you save. It's what you get to keep at the end of the day. So <laughs> understanding how all this kind of goes together as part of your overall plan is so very important. Okay. Yeah. And I, I, I will say, I think last year, we had so many people oh my that it like hit. We were getting those calls within the last two weeks of the year. So we're so just, we started making phone calls in September of this year. You know, forty-five days sooner than we did before. But you know, last year was a goofy year. But, well, and, you know, and everyone was so good this year. You yeah. know, they with all the emails, everything that we we're sending out, um, all the phone calls, everyone wanted to get in and make sure that we did that year in tax planning with everyone. Well, and and you, we were running into a shortages of people working then too. So well, that's it, was, true. it wasn't yeah. just dealing with uh, the the 
crunch time it was it was dealing so this year i think we uh, and, and our clients are, are are moving ahead of the game when it comes to this but nonetheless preparation is the key yes. right to prior well, i'm going to say this wrong prior proper planning prevents pitifully poor performance right wow <laughs> Woo, say that fast you didn't even have that written down i i, I did yeah. <laughs> it's not even in my notes but that's the key you know, bad things happen as they sometimes do. And, you you know, if you have a plan, you can take most of the emotion of the decision making process and, you know, you, you, you know what to do next. And so tax planning is a big part of that. Yeah, because when you're already spending money on gifts, you don't necessarily want to let go of any other money. <laughs> well, and it's emotional at the end of the year or when tax time comes when you have to stroke a check. <laughs> exactly. That's what I. Yep. That's it. Okay, well, let's switch gears a little bit. No one has a crystal ball, and we don't know what the future is going to look like as far as the market. But between the new COVID variant and the disruptions in supply chain, yep. labor shortages, inflation, I could go on and on and on. How can we what else protect can we throw yeah, up against the wall? How can we protect ourselves against what is the potential downturn? All right, so um, the Fed chair, Powell, said many times that inflation is transitory. Okay. It's, I, I, I love it when they start using these catch words and I was like, okay, what does that mean? And that means it's in transition, basically temporary. And we've been talking about this for forever since the summer. Uh, it's, it's permanent. I mean, <laughs> when you, I mean, it just did it based on the policies and everything that we're seeing, you know, Hey, this is, this isn't transitory. It's, it's around for a while. And lo and behold, what what did Powell say, the Fed chair, before the Senate? He changed his tone, okay? Yeah. Uh, and it's becoming clear, you know, that, you know, inflation is going to be here for some time. And this is one of the, the times that I truly wish I was absolutely wrong. And before the Senate, you know, he talked about the new, you know, Omicron COVID variant and how it could lead to higher prices next year and continue to slow down the economic recovery. It could lead to higher unemployment. And further and cause additional supply chain constraints. He also talked about, you know, what the Federal Reserve is is going to, you know, do and, you know, what they're going to talk about in the next meeting as far as speeding up the tapering and boy, uh, of the, the bond buying program. So that's, that is a very simplified way of what they call QE, quantitative easing, basically the printing of money. Now, notice that he made that statement when? After the nomination for a second term as the Fed Reserve Chair. Okay, so that's number one. And every time he makes a statement that was contradictory, he did it in 2019. Okay, he did it in in December of 2019. He does not realize that what he says has economic consequences, right? And, And causes adjustments in the market. And as soon as he made that statement, immediately after that statement, the market plunged. 500 points. But do you honestly think that he doesn't know that what he says has an effect on the market? I, I honestly, I, I, they forecast that out. I, I think he knows exactly what it's going to do to the market. Uh, you, you, you know what? There, there's no way to know what, what's in his head. I, I just think that there's a lot of things that he, because he contradicts himself. Right. And ongoing. Um, and, and that causes a lot of volatility in the market. And it wasn't just that one day. Right. It was. And this is all before Thanksgiving. Right. And and it continued, you know, the week after Thanksgiving. You know, we had a couple um, days, you know, almost a week where the market dropped considerably. 
Uh, but by, you know, by and, end and of it, business, it was yeah. Uh, and and when this when this podcast comes out, uh, it's going to come out this Friday. This is Monday. What is today? The sixth, December sixth. Okay. Um, so last week, right? I mean, it it was a very volatile week. Uh, today, the market is up a little bit, but you know, it you continue to see the these ongoing supply chain issues. And in you know, let's talk about some statistics, right? As as my professor in college would always say, Ed, there's lies, there's damn lies, and there's statistics, right? <laughs> right. So because you can partition them, partition them off to prove any kind of statement that you want. But here are the numbers, all right? In 2020 alone, all right, the feds printed enough dollars that they created almost 20% of all U.S. dollars in circulation in one year. That was just in 2020. And we added more to that this year. It is estimated that over a third of all dollars in circulation, okay, were printed in the last 18 months. Think about that. That's inflation, Okay, that's the devaluation of of the dollar. That's what's causing the inflation. Okay, and so so what does this mean for the everyday everyday person? What what because inevitably, yet we can talk about all these numbers, but those, what does it mean? Yeah, what what's does it mean? it mean to me? Yeah, right? what's it mean to me? Okay, right. well, I, there's no you know simple solution. It's not a one size fits all. Um, but you know, here here's some things to that really to, to think about that the market, it's seen some, you know, all time highs. Um, we, you know, we've seen a lot of volatility, some downturns, you know, we're going to see continued inflation, you know, there's going to be some issues depending on the federal reserve policy changes. These are some of the things that you have to think about keeping your money in the market. You know, it's going to help potentially to, to keep up with inflation, but it, it exposes you to the market risk and the volatility. All right. And that's a big deal if you're approaching retirement or at, in or retirement. in retirement. Okay. So then everyone says, well, you know, we'll just stick it in the bank. Well, at the same time, CDs, bonds, they're offering very, very low returns. Um, and in bonds, there's a lot of risk in bonds that people don't realize. But, you know, CDs, just in your savings account, what risk are you facing there? The inflation risk, right? The devaluation. Your investment strategy, how you're invested as part of your overall plan um, everyone says, well, it should really reflect your risk tolerance and in what your your income needs are. And I hate I hate the term risk tolerance. It's a, think of it as a budget. I know. Okay, it's a it's a risk budget. Yeah. So how much money are you okay losing and being able to sleep at night? Okay, and how much financially can you afford to lose? Right. And and so that risk tolerance, okay, it's somewhere in between those two. Yeah, because when, when you read those questions in a in a questionnaire, it, I, every single time I would oh say, gosh, I'm not so... willing to lose anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So how how many times when, when you know people come in and we're talking to them, how much money are you willing to lose, right? You guys can't see this, I'm holding up a zero. Zero. Yeah. They they don't want to lose anything. They've worked too hard to get theirs. Um and, and so, you know, you've got right now it's always been market risk. I mean the the market's been up, you know, eleven 12 years, although it's, it's, it's volatile, you know, and there's no, no one has a crystal ball, you know, a lot of the math that we're seeing right now and what we're looking at, depending on extenuating circumstances, like I just read, you know, inflation, you know, COVID variants, the Fed policy, but you know, it, it looks like we're to use a sports metaphor, baseball, right? We're in the bottom of the eighth inning right now. All right. And we've got one more inning to, to play and the game is over. Then is that the first quarter, the second quarter, the third quarter, all of next year? At what point in time is it? So, you know, how do you prepare for for that change? And who's winning? 
I don't think, I think uh, you're talking about a ball game. I want to know who's winning. Anyway. Um, well, well, yeah, it is because it's all about protecting what you've earned. Okay. It's, it's. But again, this is why you have a plan. Th- that's this exactly is, it. This is you why know, we, you plan we, for the ups and the downs. And Because if we look at history. Right, like you said, preparing for it because everything came as a surprise. Whether it was the Great Depression, the Great Recession, right, which was two thousand eight COVID, and so making sure that you have that plan in place because when bad things happen in life, as they sometimes do, what are you going to do? You know, what what do you have in place? Yeah, when people when people are looking at the fact that um, they're planning to retire within the next five, two, one year, and and they don't have in their mind. What things or your end, yeah. you know, in less than 30 days, because we've been talking to a lot of folks. Right. And so that's why, you know, we use our our process, our methodology, whatever you want to call it, is safety, income and growth. And basically that boils down into, you know, you've got money that's safe. You have money that you're going to use for income and you have money that you have to use for growth. You just you just have to. Right. And when we talk about growth. That's the stock market. But in order for that to work, the 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 money for the growth, you need about eight to 10 years where you're not going to touch the money. Okay. The money that's set aside for safety, you know, that's your, whether it's us, Susie Orman, Dave Rams, I pick someone. We all, everyone says the same thing. You need about six to 12 months reserve set aside in the event something happens, right? You, you mm-hmm. need to make sure that you can live and enjoy it. And you don't want it in CDs because if you pull it out, um, a there's a penalty. Mm-hmm. Um, the insurance version of a CD is a fixed annuity. Okay. That's same thing. Exact same Surrender thing. charge. Okay. Yep. Money markets, you can lose money. So really the only thing is cash. And what's the risk of cash? Inflation. Okay. And so you need to make sure that you have enough money with your in, in safety and in your income, your conservative bucket, so that no matter what's going on in the market, you can maintain your lifestyle um, for that, you know, five to seven, maybe eight years, because you don't want to have to sell your assets at a loss just to be able to maintain your lifestyle. And you know, go see your grandkids. Um, take that Disney trip. I'm using that because we were just talking to a family. They're they're taking their kids on a trip to Disney, and their grandkids, which is awesome. And th- this is what people are, are are doing. You know, we're helping them set aside that money to enjoy life, and that's really what retirement's all about. Exactly. So. Now we are at the the point at which how do we where do we go from here? What what do we do at this stage in the game if we do not have a plan? Well, all right. So w- whenever I'm making a big decision, I always think about okay, what's the absolute best that can happen, right? And draw a line down the center of the paper, and then I say, okay, what's the absolute worst that can happen? And you know, the the investments, you know, t- taking that advice is somewhere in between the two, and. You know, if you think about this, people have worked so hard their entire life um, and have saved so much. You know, the biggest nest egg that most people have, the number one asset that most people have in retirement, other than their house, their real estate, it's their 401k plan. And what people don't realize is they're in the exact same investment strategy that they've had, you know, since they were young, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago. I mean, we, we just met with, with a couple that, you know, they want to retire, um, and she actually wants to retire here in the next year or two, and she's in the exact same investments that she was in. It's probably a target fund where it just said, you know, 2035 is when I want to retire. And- yeah, and, and so... I, 
you know, we, we could probably say, all right, the best that can happen is everything's going to continue to go along and plug a chug at, at a 10, 12%, you know, growth rate um, on an annual basis. Um, and if that happens, that, that would be amazing. And is it going to happen? Who knows? But the, what's the worst that could happen? Well, remember 2008, you know, the, the market dropped, you know, well over 40%. And if you were at or in retirement, you know, how would that have changed the game and your ability to be able to retire? Right. Be, because most people, you know, it, retirement's all about cash flow. You know, when, when you go to retire, you go from saying, okay, here's my paycheck. This is what I'm getting to, um, you know what, uh, I'm giving it all up now. I've got to create my own paycheck. Where's that money coming from? You know, it's coming from my retirement, all my savings. And so if you lose 40% of that, that's a huge, huge haircut. And how are you going to make that up? So that's why having that plan in place is, is so very important. Well, when, when we're dealing with inflation and, and I'm going to use something specific, you've got somebody who's in retirement. They have already done their budget. This is what they spend on groceries. And we're going to go back 18 months ago. And this is what we spend on groceries. It's $500 a month. Well, that $500 a month is now $850 oh, a month. Well, well, let's talk about us. Well, so you, you I, just went to the grocery <laughs> store. And what did, what did you say? What did you tell 25% increase. A 25% increase and, just from a couple months ago. Yes. And this is based off of, you know, a lot of times I buy the exact same thing. So <laughs> I, I'm just going to tell you that I've we, got my receipt from, from two months ago. And this is what my total was. And I bought the exact same things. And now this is what my total is. That's the most... The easiest way for anybody to understand inflation, just take a look. 25% more is what I spent on those exact same items. You know, and they're, they're talking about wages have increased. Well, they have, you know, and I'm, I'm looking at some of the labor statistics here. You know, as of September of this year, you know, they the wages, salaries increased 4.2% uh, over the last 12 months. Uh, let's see, inflation is now at uh, 6.2%. Um, the auto used uh, auto industry, let's see, used cars have gone up. They've appreciated 26% in one year. I mean, think about that. Energy prices, we don't even know what the impact is on that. So it, again, it, it's not a gloom and doom thing. This is why having a plan is so important because, you know, you need to, you've got inflation, traditional inflation, right, that you need to account for long-term. You've got your healthcare inflation, which you need to account for. You've got your out-of-pocket expenses, which you need to be accounting for. And that's why having a plan is so, so very important. Okay. Well, we, I'd like to say that we, we beat inflation into the ground, but what, what are we forecasting for 22? Where do you see this coming to a, a leveling piece in 2022? Or do you? Um, you, you know, th there's just so many variables out there. Um, you know, I, I, I think the uh, what we know for sure is that uh, everything's going to be uncertain. There's going to be a lot of volatility. Inflation is going to be around to stay. And, you know, the, the future is, is really, um, it, it's completely dependent on, you know, where you're at and what you want to do. Okay. And making sure that you have the plan in place. You know, it's, it's that plan that's going to help you position, you know, and, Make sure that you can weather the storm. And, you know, our team here at EGSI, we come in every single day with one thing in mind. You know, how do we help people afford that the get to enjoy the life that they dreamed of in retirement? You know, and and how can we mitigate that risk that that we're seeing right now? 
you know, I mean, you and I are seeing all of our, our clients, the families that we're helping, you know, the businesses, whether it's putting together that 401k plan or the, the retirement fitness plan, that financial plan, you know, that is the key. All right. Well, the future is is in that plan. So as we uh, talk about the many uh, issues that come into play, a phone call, it only takes a few minutes for you to get on the phone, give us a call. We can either set up some time for you to talk to Ed about those questions that have been in the back of your mind here for a long time that you want to start tackling some of those, those items on that checklist. So give us a call here at EGSI Financial, our phone number 614-526-4118, or you can reach us online at egsifinancial.com. Again, any questions, you got Ed here and the team at EGSI to help you. So get that checklist marked off. Thanks very much, Ed. Thanks. tested your fitness level, not your workout routine. I'm talking about your financial endurance because if saving to a 401k is the extent of your effort, it is time for you to start shaping up. And Ed Sedell is here to help you do that with the Retirement Trainer. It's his podcast to help you examine your financial stamina and learn the questions you should be asking and areas to focus on to help you get to that place you've been working so hard for, a happy, comfortable retirement. And it's not as hard as some might have made you believe. Ed's broken it down into five simple steps. It's the retirement fitness plan, which he personally created to help clarify key areas of your financial life. Learn more about the retirement fitness plan at egsifinancial.com. Then subscribe, follow, and listen to the retirement trainer on Apple Podcasts, your iHeart app, or whichever podcast platform you prefer. Investment advisory services offered through EGSI Investment Management, DBA EGSI Financial Group, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through EGSI Financial Services, Inc., Ohio license number 1020619. Thank you.